Thanks for joining us for the MassMEP Manufacturing Podcast, Transforming Manufacturing Enterprises. MassMEP believes that there are some elements to a manufacturer's business, whether it's finding their inefficiencies, strengthening their internal processes, or even unlocking their growth, that can extend a manufacturer beyond its current limitations. So every episode, take a journey with us as we speak with manufacturers, legislature, subject matter experts, and so many more as we head down the path of manufacturing across the state of Massachusetts. Whether we're in Boston, Worcester, or out in Springfield, maybe even in the Berkshires, we'll be here every week and we'll explain to you more about manufacturing and what's happening right in your own backyard. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Mass MEP Manufacturing Podcast. I'm Haley Steele. And I'm Emma Mailman. Emma, what did you just say? The lights are on. We're good to go. <laughs> yeah. Our Christmas lights are all up. You know why, right? Because it's Christmas. <laughs> it is. And it's a holiday podcast. It's the Christmas podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So welcome. Yeah. Welcome to background music here. We also know that December 18th is what, Emma? Answer the phone like butt of the elf day. I'm really excited for it. Like I'm really excited for it. Yeah. Yeah. We were practicing yesterday at work. Yeah. But in the elf, what's color? Yes. So please, please make sure you do that. So for everybody out there listening, um, happy Hanukkah, uh, happy Kwanzaa, Merry Christmas, happy Festivus, uh, whatever holiday it is that you're getting ready to celebrate. Um, But uh, welcome everybody to our our holiday podcast. So our theme we're going with today is a little bit of the uh, ghosts of Christmas past because we have a ghost, sorry, guest did you get that? Uh, we had a, we have a guest oh on our pod- you have a guest on our podcast with us who is is the ghost of Christmas past. We will call her. Uh, we have a ghost. Uh, Emma and I are obviously the ghosts of Christmas present. Duh, we're presents ourselves, and we're here every every time we do the podcast. And we also have with us a ghost of the is it Christmas future? Like what what was that the future ghost? Is that what he called it? In that movie? Yeah. Okay. So we have a ghost of Christmas future with us because she's a new guest, never been on before. So she's so excited too. Like she's busting at the seams right now. Can't wait to, to say hello. So, um, uh, this is going to be a fun one, right? Em? I can't wait for this. Honestly, the way it started, I think, I think this is going to be gold. <laughs> uh, so we try to keep it as lighthearted as we can for the holiday season, um, especially, uh, you know, when we get to the end of the year and we all start being thankful and thinking about what we've done. So without further ado, I would love to introduce the guests to you today. Um, our ghost of Christmas future is the one and only administration manager at MassMEP, Miss Robin Anderson. Welcome, Robin. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. She, I told you she was excited to be here. <laughs> this is what and, happens when you beg to get on our podcast, you know, yeah. we open up a slot. Yeah, She did say she was a little worried about the celebrity, you know, that she might get from this, but she knows how to handle it. She'll be fine. We're national treasures already. So we'll let you know how to, how to work it. Okay. 
podcast is global. Yeah, it is global. It is global. And our ghost of Christmas past is the one and only our sales and marketing director, Miss Christy Gregnon. Welcome back, Christy. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me back. I thought I, I got away with it this year, but nope. <laughs> I am. Yep. Your traditional two podcasts that you have to be on every year, and this is it. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, before we get started, you know that we uh, love to ask a good icebreaker question uh, for our guests. And uh, last year we asked for the holiday podcast, we asked the question of uh, your favorite Christmas memory. And this year I was, you know, thinking it through and um, in driving home and thinking about what Christmas traditions. So what is your favorite Christmas tradition? that you still have or you still do, or what is maybe a favorite Christmas tradition that maybe you did when you were younger that you don't do anymore, and maybe you might consider doing it again um, in the future? Yeah, I have one we still do that's, I think it's probably my top. Okay. Um, my cousins that were very close with live in Virginia, and they alternate years with Thanksgiving and Christmas when they come up. So on a year where they're not here for Christmas, They'll send us and we send them a box that has a game within it. And then we FaceTime and we watch like one plays the game. And the one my cousin Jamie like always sends to us, and it's my favorite because it's like super high intensity, yeah. is I don't I don't know if it has a name, but it starts with say it's like um, like there's a small prize in the middle, and then you wrap it with clear wrap. And as you're wrapping, you add in stuff to it. So it'll be like money or candy or scratch tickets whatever it may be, and you have to do it with oven gloves on. <laughs> and it's the most fun ever. So that's probably my favorite. I look forward to that. I look forward to family games. My family's super into them, so they ah, get pretty intense. I yeah. love it. Good, good. Yeah. All right, Christy or Robin, what do you got? I'm going to defer to Robin. I'm still thinking. She's traditional. <laughs> I am not traditional. Yep. Um. Yeah, we have, I mean... Christmas is typically the one time a year that all of my cousins get together. So I see everybody once a year. And we started this one, I mean, my, my parents did it when we were younger, um, by having open house. So my sister and I alternate every year with an open house. And we have probably, you know, 30, 40 people, um, which are our, our cousins and family um, come over. And similar to M, uh, my job at uh, after, you know, everybody's had a few drinks is to be the... Uh, <laughs> The host of the game. So we typically do um, Christmas trivia. We'll we'll pull out some, some trivia cards and we put the room in half and there's prizes that we give out. So that's that's one of my Christmas is one of my favorite favorite days with my family. Yeah, we have fun. You guys ever play catchphrase as a family, Robin? We have, yeah. And we've done charades and we, we yeah, we, they like the trivia though. We we've I've yeah, I've I've kinda I try to vary it up, but everyone's like, where's the Christmas trivia? So <laughs> it's easy. So it's awesome. Yeah, good time. All right. So I, in my family, when we get together, the whole extended family, my aunt Claire, Claire, I'm really sorry if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, she's about to get called out, huh? <laughs> I know. I know. Sorry, Claire. <laughs> There's always like, my family is crazy about gifts. So they bought gifts for everybody so for like 30 people everybody got gifts so it was just piled sky high and claire sits there as the elf she wears a christmas hat and she hands out the gifts one at 
Oh my gosh. It takes, it takes absolutely all day. So, so that way everyone has to watch you open your gift? Pretty much. Like your anxiety. As we all get a little bit antsy, and can you imagine being like a small kid and you're just sitting there and you're like, I see five under there with my name on it and I just can't get my hands on it. So last year she finally gave it up and she gave it over to me because I've complained the longest about <laughs> this this tradition. And it's never gone faster. <laughs> you get a present, you get a present. <laughs> You're through presents in a half hour. Yeah. Oh, you were Oprah that day. Everybody loved it. Oh that's awesome. Did any of you guys do the pickle on the tree? Yes. I do. You guys do? do? Yeah, we do the pickle. Yeah. Yes. You guys know what that is? Yeah. Yes. That's the best. Yeah. yeah. We do well, the pickle. Em, I think you have to tell people now. Like you just Yeah, you gotta you gotta explain off. it. Let's let's elaborate a little smidge on the Okay, pickle. an actual pickle. It's an ornament. And one of your parents puts it on the tree. And the first kid to find it gets an extra gift on Christmas morning. So we do scratch tickets, but in a normal family, you get a gift. <laughs> but I mean, I have one at my apartment too. So it's like, it's like I'm buying myself another gift. It's just fun. <laughs> it's a tradition though. Yeah. Yeah, it's the best ornament on the tree. Right, exactly. Correct. Yeah, see, so it's your tradition and that's what you, you've stuck with and, and what you have. So, um, and when we, the, the reason I brought that up and talking about kind of traditions is, you know, obviously this has become a tradition for us now doing this uh, holiday podcast. I think this is our third Christmas uh, podcast. So it's kind of cool. Um, the other day I had to take uh, my youngest daughter to school and drop her off. And she's an eighth grader in the middle school. And I was telling Emma as I came around the corner and I looked in the windows, I saw the girls and the, the boys standing in there. And I looked at them and I'm like, well, they obviously are eighth graders. I'm like, they're eighth graders. Like they're the eighth graders. You know, they're like at the height of being at, at, in the middle school, getting ready to go to high school. And I look over, I'm thinking she's in eighth grade. Like she's my eighth grader. And I started thinking to myself, holy cow. We have been dealing with this pandemic, post-pandemic, for three full years. And I was saying to Emma, like, what has changed? Like, where are we today? Obviously, we have made a lot of changes um, with us internally as an organization and, and where, what we do today. And we, we will have a new year's podcast. I know everybody right now is clamoring, like, please, please tell us you're having a new year's podcast. And cannot wait. So yes, we're having one. So we will talk about the future and, you know, 2023 for mass MEP, but if you would all, you know, find a way to talk about, you know, what, although we feel like I still almost, and maybe, I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but I feel like we're still kind of doing the same things every day, but are they different in the perspective that we have taken with us and have the changes that we're making? Um, are we feeling them the same way? Are they making the same kind of an impact that they normally would have made pre-pandemic? You know, or is, is that happening for us today um, in the changes that that we're going through? And, and are we seeing and hearing that through um, the manufacturers? Well, I'll jump in here. So I think that us and the manufacturers, I think that everything we do is much more intentional. 
Mm-hmm. Um, we're not just going to an event because an event popped up. It is what is the need of the event and why am I going and how am I going to use this in my organization, my facility, and how is that going to better me and the organization? So I think we're really very intentional with the decisions that we're making because I think we we figured out in that time frame how important our time is. Mm-hmm. And so we spend it very wisely. Um, so I think we're seeing that definitely as a theme that's going uh, around. And I think we all want um, almost a special invitation as mm-hmm. opposed to, you know, us making a decision to go and do something. It's very different when you get an invitation, a personalized invitation to attend. And then you do feel that responsibility um, and you know that there's something in it for you. So that's kind of what I'm seeing on the on the marketing side, I think with us internally and, and in manufacturing. Yeah, I think so too. Robin, when you, I know you talk to a lot of the manufacturers, a lot of times, is there anything like, are you, are you hearing a lot of the same stuff? Like Christy's saying, is it definitely more of that type of an environment where I'm, I think that's a really good way to phrase it in, in is intentional and being, you know, having the intention behind things. Are you hearing that from them as well? Yeah, I think um, for the most part, Christy uh, hit the nail on the head with that one. Um, you know, I don't know if it's the pandemic or just overall. I mean, I guess it, it is sort of the pandemic that facilitated, but, you know, companies being short staffed too, that makes a big difference on their resources, freeing up people to attend training and so forth. So we, I, I think that's been a really big um big hit for for everybody you know people are not getting to experience training as often as they'd like including us um and you know companies just don't have the resources to to send so yeah yeah do you think in the future this is going to be i know again i i know i don't want to talk about the future stuff but it's kind of exciting what i know what we're doing and where we're headed but do you think this is going to start to change and adjust a little bit for the manufacturers or they'll find do you think they'll find different solutions to make it work? Yeah, I think people are being creative. Um, I think we were creative, especially during the pandemic. Um, you know, we shortened training classes to accommodate people. We Everything was virtual. So we've really made um, leaps and bounds as far as our delivery of the training goes. Um, you know, personally, the one thing I think that the pandemic did that I miss most, especially around the holidays, is the ability for all of us to get together. We're still not, you know, our whole office is not, a team is not in the office all together at the same time. And and I personally miss that because I, I do miss the personal relationships and, you know, that being in the office fosters. So, um, you know, I have to believe that the manufacturers are experiencing the same, um, you know, those same types of challenges. Um, you know, how do you yeah. carry on with relationships? um when a lot of it is virtual most of the time you know it's a, it's a little different so yeah but um this is the new way i guess so. i would say too um i think i say this every time that i'm on the podcast that we live in this amazing state of massachusetts the amount of money that is here for um grants and opportunities and ways to um skill up our underemployed or unemployed um, people that are here in the state. There is millions of dollars that need to go out that are sitting there waiting to train people. However, our largest struggle is we don't have people. 
There's mm -hmm. just not enough people to fill the manufacturing needs, the um, hospitality needs. We just heard from a superintendent today, the teachers. Like it, it's not just in one industry, it's across all industries. So we do need to get more creative and we need to get more innovative. Um, it's stuff that we've been working on for a long time, but now it's time to implement. So I think moving forward, we're going to see a lot more automation. We're going to see cobots and robots, and um, we're going to see a digital thread between OEMs and their supply chains. Uh, cybersecurity, I told everybody how I've been, I pretty much got hacked twice in the last two weeks. Like, <laughs> Um, these are all things that we really need to put even more of a focus on, um, because I, I'm not having any more kids, so I don't know where we're going to get these people from, <laughs> um, but there's just not enough people out there. So we have to think outside the box. Yeah, definitely. I think what was cool today. So today we were very fortunate enough, um, in, we attended an event, it was the chamber of commerce it was their, uh, bre what do they call it? The breakfast, breakfast club? Series. Oh, their breakfast bre club. Is it the breakfast club? I think it was. Yeah. And so our president and CEO, um, Kathy Mahoney was honored there this morning. And as part of it, they had, like Chrissy said, so the superintendent for the Worcester public schools stood up and spoke. And what I thought was interesting was that she feels and hears the need for the workforce as well. And so she understands it. And they're now trying to, we're kind of back to the days where we, um, everybody helps each other in some way, shape or form. And they're trying to, you know, innovation pathways and, um, and um, you probably can jump in on a lot of this stuff, you know, definitely way well more versed in it than I am, um, you know, getting into the, the tech schools and things that are, that are working for the manufacturer. So I just thought it was really intriguing to hear her say that. I never expected a superintendent of a public school to stand up and say, we're here to help you with your workforce. And I'm thinking, how does she even know we're struggling with a workforce? Like, cause she said, you know, she has her own, obviously issues within her own staff and, and what goes on in her buildings, but she saw that. And I'm, I mean, I'm sure somebody probably gave her some insight too. Maybe, hey, you got a bunch of businesses yeah. there. Let's talk about it. But <laughs> she, you know, the way that she spoke to it, it very, I felt like it hit home. You know, like she was it definitely, I had, I was bought in. I'll just tell you that right now. I bought in to her speech. It was good. I was worried she was going to get tackled at the door because she described this 20 year old kid who was looking to go into the workforce. And he's, she just went on and on about how great he was. I was like, all of these people behind me are going to tackle her and be like, can I, I want his number. <laughs> I was, I was worried for her life. Mm. Well, it's probably important that the, the school systems are behind it as well. Cause like what you guys had mentioned is the solution right now to lower workforce being automation. In 10 or 15 years, however long, even 20, the only people that are going to be able to work on those jobs are going to be within STEM and manufacturing, because that's the direction we're already headed as a solution for the present. Yeah. So think of how impactful it would be if the school systems got behind it, because if they don't, who's going to end up filling those jobs in 15 years? It's going to end up being like a constant cycle. 
sticking with um, the ghost of Christmas past, we had a big year this year for us at MassMEP. We had a lot of big changes that happened that, um, you know, everything happens for a reason. There are things that, um, you know, that help us where we improve and we get better. We're obviously, we're continuous improvement, right? That's what we do and who we are. So um, do you want to just maybe acknowledge, you know, some of the changes that we went through as an organization? Yeah, so uh, it was a big year. Um, <clears throat> we actually, let, let's start, Let's start with our staff, of course. Yeah. I think we can't get through the the past without acknowledging our new president, um, Kathy Mahoney, who um, says she took a break and she came back. She uh, did. We lost, her for, we lost her for, hey, and she took a break and she came back and she cleaned out her outbox. <laughs> An internal joke, but she had the ability to do that. Yeah. Um, but however, so she's back. She was with us. It's going to be like 22 years now that she's been in the MEP program. And what she has done already has been unbelievable in getting our name out there, um, reinvigorating our innovative growth service program that we have, also workforce development. She just got recognized as the chamber today. They call it the chamber salute. Um, she, alongside of some very important people, um, so this, the work that she's done since she's got, I, she's been here for like 60 days, maybe 90 days at this point. Um, so it hasn't been a long time, but she's done a, a lot of getting MassMEP's name out there, supporting the other organizations within the state and federally. Um, and she's very well recognized at NIST MEP as well and sits on their, their center leadership team is what it's called, CLT program. Um, so there's that. There's also just been the growth within our organizations. I mean, our, our smaller teams. Um, I know that Haley and Robin have been doing a ton of leadership training and how that disseminates through the organization and how they communicate. And that has just gone tenfold. Um, Emma has taken on our website and made it so, so much more incredibly easy to use and has added a feature that everybody loves our BDAs and our PMs, and they might be the hardest people to please by putting in our digital catalog. So you can actually go to our website mm -hmm. and see all of the products that Robin works so hard on to make sure that we have a good description and how many hours it is and, and everything that you need to know. Um, so there were lots of things like that that took place. On top of, we have hired and trained 10 new project managers. Um, and they have some of the the um, best expertise I've seen in our project managers in a very long time. Um, what they can deliver, um, design for manufacturability. Um, Six Sigma hasn't been part of our portfolio in the past. Um, so, and the skills go on and on and um, they're great people. They're very easy to work with, very easy to build a relationship with. Our business development advisors um, have been working super hard and in getting into more manufacturers to support more manufacturers because they're all having the same issues. They're having the same issues getting product out the door with their workforce, um, marketing, sales, you name it. Um, we're just getting out there and supporting them and increasing these programs. Robin, please add to that because I know there's a lot going on in your team too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, um, feeding off the training, one thing I'm really proud of is that MassMEP listens to the manufacturers and we hear what they need and what they want. And we are constantly adding 
uh, training classes, you know, training um, classes that people can take advantage of under grant funding. We try really hard to make it very simple and easy um, and get out there what those manufacturers need um, for their workforce. So we've added a bunch of them this year. We worked really hard. As you said, we've, you know, we've got descriptions, great descriptions. Um, they match what's on the website. They match what's in Express. So there's no question. Um, and it's, it's, it was a lot of work and I was really proud of, uh, yeah, my team for for kind of taking that on, and as and we continue to add as of course as needed. But it was a big year for for adding training to our uh, to our repertoire. Yeah, it was nice when the Express Grant. I think that switch is what really opened the floodgates for all of us, us on our side, and also for the manufacturers or for any small business um, that really could take advantage of that. So pay your taxes. And you can take the trainings, right? Yeah. So get a certificate of good standing from the Department of Revenue. Um, that's where you need to get it from. They're free. Um, but yeah, and and you can take these, everybody can take advantage of these trainings. So I think you're right, Robin, that that was a huge um, opening. Uh, that was a one of those things that, a silver lining. Again, we always say, you know, Christmas pass would be, yeah. you know, pandemic and that type of stuff. So that's that, but it did allow for that silver lining of, you said the needs, you know, and we do. Um, yeah, I think we we're very proud of being able to say that we sit back and listen and hear what the needs are. What are the pain points? We talk about it all the time when we get into our meetings and we're, you know, we're into different projects that we're working on within our own groups. Um, whether we work a little agile at times with some of our items and that's something that we also offer. So, you know, practice what you preach kind of, um, and that's that's what we do. So it does work out really well for us um, and for the manufacturers. That's why we all do what we do, you know, because we do um, enjoy it and we do feel the value and you feel fulfilled from giving back to them and, and helping them and what we went through with um, Mert 2.0. And I mean, it's endless, right? It could go on and on and on for all of that we could with the partners that we work with and um, how they give back and us working together. So in speaking of like ghosts of Christmas present um, and presents, I'm going to say it that way because we talk about the funding. So there's a lot of new funding opportunities that are coming up, right? That are going to be coming open, that are going to be available. Uh, and we also have the workforce training funds, but you know, there's other types of fundings that are going to be available and we can help everybody with that, right? Yeah, <clears throat> absolutely. Um, we work very closely with the mass hires and the um, they're called market makers that work with them. And really what they are doing is bringing all of these grant opportunities out to the organizations, manufacturers we focus on, but it's really any small business. Um, $200 million in the ARPA funds that are going into the Renew grant. The Renew grant goes to employee training, underemployed and unemployed, um, up to $10,000 per trainee for a training. So you can work with a training provider. Um, you can take it on yourself to, to provide training at scale. I'm happy to say, uh, oh, I don't think I can say this, but let's say it. Hey, do you need to save this for the next podcast episode? I might need to save this for okay. the next podcast. We'll um, yeah. NASMEP was just awarded a grant. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what grant we were awarded next time. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> Go to part two. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Now they're definitely going to listen to the New Year's podcast. Right. Haley, I just, I helped us out here. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other um, piece that we've been involved in and a little, just a little piece of it right now is what they call the CTI grant. Mm -hmm. um, FlexCon is really working hard with the schools in their area right now to get them to be a part of the CTI grant. And the CTI grant can help with after dark training programs at the vocational schools or the traditional high schools, but it can also help with funding for interns. So like I said, there's no people out there. Let's get into the, the high schools. Let's get them the CTI program and it will help pay and fund part of their internship programs with companies. So that one's floating around out there as well. And, and so much more, you know? Um, so if there's, if you have an idea or you have something that you're looking at, make sure to reach out to us, Mass Hire, Mass Tech Collaborative, um, the market makers, the market makers are bringing all of them together. There'll be another round at MMAP. We don't know when, um, but hopefully fairly soon. That's a capital equipment grant. Um, and there is still M2I2 funding as well for capital equipment. So, so much out there. Yeah. Robin, do you want to, your, I know your expertise um, and your ghost of Christmas present is the consortiums. So we have two that we're coming up to. Um, and I think, I think you, you can speak to probably both of them, at least give a, an idea um, the sales and marketing, and then uh, even the FLS, if you want to jump on that too. Yeah, so we do, we are in the process of starting another uh, marketing and sales consortium. So basically we're looking for uh, probably five or six manufacturing companies that have a need for marketing and sales um, training. We have a really great program put together. Um, it combines both of them in 32 hours of training. So not a huge commitment um, and hopefully um, you know, our BDAs are reaching out to those companies that they know uh, might need this training. But if anyone does need it, feel free to contact us because we definitely we have them starting up, you know, constantly. They're kind of on a rolling um, basis. So we're always um, looking for companies that are interested in sales and marketing training. And yeah, the frontline supervisor, I, um, you know, I don't administer that. Um, I know that we are looking for uh, companies that are interested in the frontline supervisor, and that's an apprenticeship um, program training, and that is a year-long commitment, um, and we can definitely provide information to any company that's interested in that. Yeah. See, you do have a lot of Christmas presents. <laughs> How about that? And Emma, on your side of things, you have a lot of Christmas, uh, the ghosts of Christmas presents, uh, plural, uh, with a couple of different things. Obviously you are the MacWIC administrator and, and we know how important that is for pipeline, but also we know that you probably can't talk about it today and that's okay. We can talk about it in the new year's podcast, but like Christy said, there's a lot of other things we've got going on too for the audience and for people on the outside of things, looking at us at mass MEP when it comes to our digital outreach on things too. Right. Yeah, I don't know how much I'm allowed to give out, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what editing's for. But yeah, some uh, some new ideas for ways that we'll get in touch with you guys, both directly and indirectly. So one of them, um, for example, is our website. Hopefully, um, in early 2023, there'll be some changes to our website. Give it kind of a new look, new yeah. space, much easier to use and manage, and on our end, much easier to 
store all kinds of information that's still available <laughs> to everyone, but in a nice, neat, aesthetic manner. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. See, you're good. You got, you're all good. I don't, none of that has to be edited. You got that all clear. Well, I didn't, I didn't want to give out too many treats and then new year's podcast comes around and they're like, uh, we already know it all, you know, <laughs> you know? Yeah. You can, you can have them make a new year's resolution that they're going to come back and, uh, oh, first. yeah, I know she loves new year's resolutions, by the way. Love There's them. no point people. Uh, come on. You wake <laughs> up on a Monday. It's no different. Okay. <laughs> It's not just a special day because it's the new year. You got to do it for 365. That's good. It's good. Uh, it's super. Yeah, January is fun. February, yeah. hot mess. <laughs> Everyone derails. <laughs> I love it. Um, if we, you know, before we kind of wrap it up and, and head out, we talk about, uh, I would love to talk about Chris, uh, the ghost of Christmas future. Um, but I too have been slapped with an NDA and, um, <laughs> I cannot speak to it, uh, until the next podcast in two weeks. Um, uh, but one of the things I think we can kind of chat about is, um, the DIA and Marianne Falvey and, and safety. And, and that's a new partnership right? That's a new, a new um, area we're heading in. Uh, there's money over there. She loves giving away money. She's like, she loves Santa. giving out money, loves it, loves giving out some cash, free money. I love free money. Free money. She free money. Loves, yeah. Well, I mean, I think you've probably paid your taxes, so she's finding a way to give it back to you um, if she can. But uh, yeah, there's uh, a lot of funding that's coming from uh, the DIA side. So that is- Department okay. of Industrial Accidents. Oh, Department of Marianne Falvey. Thank yeah. you, Emma. Love the support. Of I know course. Where, I know who to give the bigger Christmas present to this year. Um, <laughs> Department- Yes, Department of Industrial Accidents, Marianne Falvey. She's the Director of Office of Safety. Uh, so we did do a podcast with her. Episode 72, if you want to listen, massmp.org. There we go. Yeah. Um, it is the, what is she? The 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 Robin Hood of Safety is what. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. The Robin Hood of Safety. She loves to give away money. So that's something that we're looking forward to, uh, obviously, for the future and working with them. Um, like Christy said, we've got a lot of fun events coming up next year. Um, again, I did sign an NDA before I started this podcast, so I can't tell you any of that. Um, I have to wait until at least, uh, December 31st, and then I can just let the tea slip. But when the NDA uh, expires, the yeah, end of the year. <laughs> it's actually, a new one. Yeah, that's day of freedom. It's all coming out. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Everyone it does look out. Yeah. It expires at 12 o'clock that night, which is, yeah, then it's just, then it's January 1 of 2023 and I can just let the cat out of that. Yeah. But you can hear that in our New Year's Eve podcast, but we do, I think we, you know, we're, we are very excited about where we're going um, and the new, you know, our outlook for 2023. Uh, and these are just small pieces of what we've talked about. Uh, we definitely want to jump into in the next episode, we'll talk more about what we're looking at doing some of the changes and adjustments we're making, like M said with, you know, our outreach when it comes to our, our clients in our audience and the manufacturers, Robin said it best when she said, we actually hear, you know, what they're asking for the pain points. And those are some of those things too, that we, we always listen to, and we, we make the adjustments for as well. Um, and we do a good job of that. I think internally, that's something that, um, I know when I tell people about us and who we are as an organization that, 
it's not just outward facing. It really is the same inside as well. You know, we do a lot of these things. We do offer these trainings for the manufacturers and we do help them. And we feel the same way when we walk through the door every day. You know, we know that we can find a way to, if we want to attend a training or we want to go to Harvard, if we are proud to be mass MEP, that's right. Rosie, the riveter. Yeah. Um, yeah, see, we we are. I can't it is, see that though. So all they heard was, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Robin is very crafty. Not only is uh, she a great manager, she was also very crafty, um, a great administrator, and uh, all things that she does very well. She made us these really cool Christmas gifts this year. Uh, in March, we did a woman's uh, day workshop. And we use Rosie the Riveter and Robin made us these really cute signs and we all have them on our desks and it's Rosie the Riveter. Mine has really pretty eyelashes. She's very attractive. My Rosie the Riveter um, is yours. Yeah. See, Chrissy got, yeah, very attractive. And um, she has a big mass MEP tattoo on her arm, just like us. Cause we all have matching tattoos um, <laughs> with mass MEP. <laughs> um, Emma's is a little bit bigger than everybody else's. <laughs> <laughs> no two are and, alike uh i know right you know two are alike that's right you're right robin i'm like i'm Join gonna kill you you can only come if you get tatted on your first day <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we do we do it's very dedicated to mass mep yeah it is and it's true it is very true that we are you know what you what we put out there for our clients and for the manufacturers, we do the same internally for our staff and it, it's only fitting. It only seems that that's, you know, that's what you should do. It seems that's the smartest way, the best way to really uh, transfer that message across and get the buy-in so that they really do trust in us and, and what we are putting out there. Cause it's true. Uh, we do all the same things ourselves. So like Robin said, we, you know, the trainings, we go through our own trainings. Um, you know, we have some staff today that are in a training. Emma is going to, Emma and Olivia and I are going to be in a training next week. Like we're always continuous improvement on ourselves as well. Christy is going to be a Harvard grad before you know it. Like she's almost there. <laughs> she's got, she's got a Ted talk to do. And then she's, she's got that diploma. Boom. Mm -hmm. Right. Harvard grad. Yeah. Yeah. Think in this yeah, class. Tatted they and educated. <laughs> Think in this class, they call it a certificate. So just be clear. Okay. Don't tell people that, Christy. You went to Harvard. Yeah. She does wear yeah. a Harvard sweatshirt around, just so everybody knows. Currently, Did you go to Harvard if you didn't wear the sweater? Currently, currently enrolled. And it is a certificate program. Well, so you all obviously are hearing that if I was in this class, I'd be telling everybody I'm going to Harvard. That's, that's no, yes, right. Flat of out. course you would. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Who, or Yale, if they do one, I'm jumping in their class and saying the same thing. I wouldn't tell it. I'm, I got a certificate on my wall that says I attended Harvard. Yeah, exactly. A certificate. <laughs> I attended Harvard. Mm. Uh, so. Isn't that what a diploma is anyways? Exactly. Print it on paper. Yeah. You know what? You know what, Em? That's a great point. I think tomorrow, maybe I'm going to make one of them and put it on my wall to go with the As other. I think I have about 15, 16 certificates on my wall right now. Robin, what are you at? Same. Oh. <laughs> that answer, savage. That was awesome. 
She goes, mm -hmm, the same. We have a, we have a competition. We go back and forth quite a bit about our, um, our awards and our plaques and what we have. We're, we sit close to each other in the office. So it's, it's a fun, it's a fun environment to be in. And this is, this is what Robin misses when she's not in the office. So this is why she wants to come back in because she loves this. It's fun. Yep. So, yeah. So yeah. so yeah. Well, thanks ladies. Happy holidays to you all. Um, I'm Thank looking you. Yeah. Happy holidays. Thanks for jumping on and joining us. And uh, thanks for everybody else uh, for listening to the Mass MEP Manufacturing Podcast. And we will see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Mass MEP Manufacturing Podcast, transforming manufacturing enterprises. You can subscribe to our channel anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and you can always go to our website at massmap.org. So we'll see you next time, whether it's our space, your space, or cyberspace.